सो इट्स दिव्या हियर फ्रॉम लवल्स कैंसर एंड जैनॉन को डॉट आई एंड वी शेयर कैंसर हेल्डिंग जर्नीज ऑफ पीपल थ्रू कैंसर मे बी एस पेशेंट केयर गिवर और सर्वाइवर बिकॉज इट हेल्प अदर पीपल एंड स्पेशली पेशेंट वेन दे हेयर समन स्टोरी दे इट गिव दैम मोटिवेशन एंड वेल पावर एंड इंस्पायर्स दैम दैट इफ दे कैन दैट वी कैन टू सो कुड यू प्लीज शेयर योर कैंसर हेलिंग जर्नी विद अस So I've written my entire journey in my blog. It's available. I can share the link with you. The link is also posted on LinkedIn. So in a four-part series, I've mentioned all the details of my diagnosis. Okay. And last year, uh, March. I uh, last year, February, uh, January and February, I was diagnosed with breast cancer stage two B. Okay. And I underwent uh, two surgeries: chemotherapy, radiation, and targeted surgery uh, for her to be not too positive. So okay. I ended my treatment in March, and the entire thing is detailed in my blog. I can share the link with you. Okay. Maybe even just look at the link when it's available. Okay. So is it comfortable? You tell your journey here on call. Okay. I mean, I can go on and tell the story, but do you have any specific questions that you want to cover? Is there a topic? No, no. You just uh, tell your story, like entire journey, like. So uh, I have a I had a three and a half year old daughter then now she's four and a half. Okay. And uh, you know, thirty five is usually the age to get cancer. Oh. So uh, really, the thing to be diagnosed. And uh, I had a breast lump that was caught in December twenty eighteen, and I went to my gynecologist and you know, so my mammogram was done. I was uh, I was told that the lump is a benign lump, and uh, it is. Uh, Uh, not at all cancerous, and I was told to go to a general surgeon and have it removed, and uh, uh, biopsy would be done just for the formality. So oh. finally, after a month or so, I called my parents over and said they could take care of my daughter, who is very young, and uh, we need someone to take care of her because I had to be hospitalized for a day for surgery. All that was a minor surgery. So once the surgery was done, uh, around 24th of Jan, and uh, 2019, um, about 10 days later, I got my biopsy report, and uh, that said. Uh, uh you know carcinoma idc invasive ductal carcinoma in nuclear grade 3 which is a very intense and very aggressive form of cancer uh so the stage and the stage sorry what kind of diagnosis invasive ductal carcinoma idc okay so uh then uh, i went to the oncologist with my report uh, in bangalore there is a hospital called banipal hospital and i went there Uh, so my Bengali colleague recommended one of her colleagues who is quite well known in Bangalore. She asked me to go visit him, so I went to him. He uh, outlined the whole treatment as an oncologist surgeon. So told me there be a second surgery required uh, to ensure that the, no part of the cancerous lump was remaining in my body. Um, so a few more tests were done. I was found to be uh, so there are hormone receptors in case of breast cancer are important. So I was found to be HER2 positive. Okay. Uh, So then, that way, the treatment was outlined. Uh, they, I went through a second surgery and eight cycles of chemotherapy, fifteen uh, oh. rounds of uh, radiation, and seventeen uh, doses of uh, targeted therapy or hormone therapy was given to me. Okay. So I ended my treatment in March this year, twentieth uh, of March, just a few days before the lockdown. I ended my treatment. So it was a very challenging time. Uh, obviously, the health maintaining your uh, optimal weight and your, um, you know. Uh, Frame of mind 
to stay positive and all. It's not a challenge, but I had very good family support. My parents stayed here with me throughout. They're still here with me. My daughter helped me through the recovery, and they took care of my daughter. Also, growing up slowly, uh, trying to get over the trauma that she underwent because not having a parent around at such a small age is, is very traumatic. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever the patient suffers is just a different thing, but the family, what the family suffers is also very crucial. Right. So it had an impact on how her mind is well. Um, she's coming out of it. I, uh, we don't try to reinforce it to her what happened last year. She's slowly getting over it. So she's quite an intelligent child. She understands what happened. And she sometimes asks me questions. For example, I had lost all of my hair and she used to love my hair earlier. And now I have, when I got my uh, hair post chemo, it's very curly. I had straight hair earlier. So she's like, I would like your old hair more. Oh. Things like that, there are small, small things in your everyday life. Your physical perspective is not the same. There are a lot of things that I can't do. Um, because I had uh, my lymph nodes were also positive. That's why it's stage 2 feet. So uh, some of my lymph nodes were removed from my armpit. That's why I have uh, uh, chances of having lymphodema. Although I don't have it now. I wear a uh, protective, compressive arm sleeve. And I have to exercise daily to improve my arm mobility because I also had a plastic surgery to uh, you know, uh, restore the shape of the body. Okay. Uh, so uh, the early flap, which is done for the cancer patients, the reticulant torso and muscle was removed. So that I have a limited mobility in my left arm, nevertheless, left side has cancer. So okay. I have to take care of those things. I can't pick up heavy weights with my arm. So she wants to be picked up and carry my daughter, and I can't do that. So maximum of 2 kgs for me to, for me to carry. Oh. For weight training, mostly. Not more than that, and not too often. And I have to protect my arm from injuries. From I can't even take an injection in the left arm. I have to not pick up weights. Not have any cuts or burns in this arm. Because then the lymphedema will increase and then my arms will swell up and I'll not be able to use that arm very effectively. So there are things that they are challenges that I have learned to live with. Totally get, it takes a lot of getting used to to, you know, to accept the new normal. So I think my family helped me through all of it in the sense that they kept the home environment very positive and normal. And none of us cried too much about it. And we saw the report, it was very clear that we'll get the treatment done. And the doctor was very, very positive from the day one. He was like, he outlined the whole treatment. And my family is very medically aware, so we understood the treatment uh, protocols. And we also got second, third opinions from various parts of the country and from abroad. So we knew the line of treatment was perfect, and I just wanted to be home during the treatment, except for uh, the surgery and the uh, hospitalization for the tumor and radiation. And so that my daughter had a very normal uh, life. So that worked out very well. So okay. that's about it. Okay. So did you take any any alternative treatment, like Ayurvedic or homeopathic, anything like that? No. 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 Okay. So what inspired you to and uh, to keep going? I um, I was told that my cancer is curable, not just treatable. So that is the starting point that I had confidence that I'll be better. And uh, I wanted to be better for my daughter. Because she needs a parent on her side. You know, till she's a certain age where she can be completely independent. So yeah. I think that's what motivated me. Okay. So, you know, when we get diagnosed with, when a person gets diagnosed with cancer, life divides into two parts, life before cancer and after cancer. So, yeah. what difference you find in in those parts? 
and you are like yeah you take over my health a lot especially you know post delivery my baby and somehow i quit my full time job and i used to start up from home i ignored my my health my career and everything was this kind of uh, you know i think cancer had a lot of positive effects on my life so then i said i want to go to the gym and taking care of myself um so that i am fit enough to take care of myself so that is one good lesson that i learned and i think that's a very positive change in my life uh it also teaches you survival and uh, to you know accept things the way they are in your life you know grow about a lot of things small things that just teaches you to appreciate all the smaller beautiful things of life so i think definitely life is better post cancer yeah Okay, so any message you want to give to patient or caregivers? It's uh, so, okay, the treatment is, is it, it is what it is. And people will tell you a lot of things, uh, don't go for chemotherapy. People will talk about alternative treatment, but the fact remains, there is no other option than to go for the treatment outlined by your oncologist. Do not consult any other person or any other doctor or partner or oncologist for the treatment. Because the oncologist knows best. And... Uh, Keep yourself positive and motivated because the life after treatment is definitely more beautiful than life before cancer. True. Um, and uh, how you maintain your emotional wellness? Like uh, so sometimes uh, you you see you always try to keep yourself positive, um, you know, by looking at the better aspects of life. But sometimes you just when you feel uh, there are some low moments, there are some good moments. Yeah, and the highs are high and the lows are very low. When you're low, you feel like why me and uh, why not somebody else or uh, this went wrong or that went wrong. But you know you have to pull yourself out of that hole. And if you get into it, then you start having mental health issues, and that is another thing you don't want. I think being determined is the key. That I have to get better. And if you start thinking I have to get better and don't live in the past, that's the best way to take it. Yes, true. So, okay. So, thank you so much. It was so inspiring yeah. talking to you, and more power thank to you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Have a great day.